Let's all go to the lobby. 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 To get ourselves a My name is Kyle Craig Baum and welcome to Cinema Shakedown. Oh, I was so hoping you were gonna do that. <laughs> this is the Jackass Spectacular. We're Let's about go. To start. The Jacktacular, if you will. We are about to talk about the boys, the dudes, the guys, the the legends themselves. Uh, welcome to Cinema Shakedown. Uh, I had to break format a little bit. For sure, for sure. This week. We're, uh, we're all about trying new stuff here at Cinema Shakedown. Yeah, in in honor, in preparation for uh, this weekend's Jackass Forever, we decided to take a trip down memory lane with the Jackass Trilogy plus Bad Grandpa. Um, yeah, we looked at our options. We looked at Jackass Forever and Moonfall, and we were like, do we want to watch the Jackass movies or a bunch of... Roland Eimerick. And yeah, the, the decision was pretty clear. Uh, we didn't get a chance to watch the point fives. Nah, uh, time did not allow. But um, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. Before we get into all that, how are you doing, Jordan? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm chilling. We're about to get hit by a fucking winter storm. Winter storm Omega here. We're about oh, to yeah. get our shit fucking rocked. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In terms of things I watched, because I know that's what you're going to ask next. Jordan, what have you been watching? <laughs> I rewatched The Last Duel. Nice. Still great. Um, I watched Willow for the first time. Never seen the, Willow. The, the Ron Howard movie from the 80s. It's cute. It's it's cool. It's It's got a lot of... um. We'll call him George Lucas isms. I, I believe he wrote it, um, but uh, but the cast really brings it together. Warwick Davis is really charming. Val Kilmer's really good in it. Sure. Um, but no, it's it's a it's a nice, cute eighties uh, fantasy. I just love eighties fantasy as a, as a subgenre. I think it's so cool. Mm -hmm. I watched a little bit of the Neverending Story, but I, I I didn't finish it the other night. Fucking gorgeous movie. Right. So good. But uh, yeah, that's that's really all I've been watching movies wise. Like. Uh, TV shows. I've been watching Peacemaker. Nice. It's been really good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it on my end. I've um, I rewatched Scream. Oh yeah. Still awesome. Still really cool. Hell yeah. Still my third favorite. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, on on my friend or on our buddy Dom's recommendation. I watched Ari Aster's first short film, The Strange Things About the John, The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. How was that? Um, it it makes hereditary look like the lego movie it's really, really fu like if you thought he was fucked up and needed therapy now like you should have seen him in 2011 damn dude's got problems i don't know how he sits down for like thanksgiving hope, with family i hope you're okay ari aster if you're listening we know uh, you are but i uh i want besides that uh, tv shows i rewatched arcane all of it oh, in yeah. one day oh the misery everybody wants to be my enemy um, I have never hit skip intro so fast at the beginning of a title screen. It's a good show. And I have never not hit skipped intro so slowly during a uh, during Peacemaker. Best title sequence ever for my money. Um, <laughs> I've been watching Succession, which smacks. I need to start it. It's, it's, it's pretty spicy. It's crispy. Pretty, pretty fucking good. 
Um, and I just want to give a shout out to a, a short film that's uh, going viral on the internet called The Backrooms. Terrifying. One of the one of the most unsettling things I've ever seen. Good job. Yeah, good job. Sixteen year old made it. Uh, Mostly no, animated. Don't have his, don't have his name in front of us, but uh, go check it out. It's on YouTube. Give him the credit. It's uh, it's really good. You want to hop in? Let's let's do it. Let's get into the the Hallmark franchise of, ye- of yesteryear. No group of white men means more to me than these guys. Than these guys? It's like them and the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so this it, is, is going to be a weird one because they don't really have like plots we can talk about. It's just going to be talking about like the different stunts, like our favorite up. gags and everything. So. Jackass started as a, as a as a TV series on MTV. Yes, and then in two thousand two they adapted it into a film. Kind of, kind of the one of the big shift when MTV was kind of making the shift from music to like regular programming. This was kind of like the tent pole, uh, or at least one of them from back in the day. Uh, but yeah, adapted into a film in two thousand two, right? Yeah, like you said, and uh, yeah, Jackass the movie. Should we should we kind of I guess for for our younger audience who may not be uh, acquainted with the with the series, do we maybe want to give them a rundown of how these movies and ostensibly like the show also works? So Jackass follows a a big team of Daredevils, dumb people, Johnny Knoxville, Steve-o. Ben Vajera, Wee Man, Preston, Chris Pontius, Ryan Dunn, uh, the other one, Dave England, Aaron, Preston Lacey. Uh, yeah, a big, big, big group of, group of guys. Guys um, being dudes. And it basically is them doing dumb things. Yeah. Uh, it's a mixture of pranking people in mm-hmm. the real world. Pranking each other. Pranking each other. Hurting themselves. <laughs> yeah, and then like gross out And stunts. then gross out. It's basically like, remember when you were a kid sitting around with your buddies and you were like, think of dumb shit to like, like do, you know what I mean? Like little, little stunts and stuff like that. Imagine that. But you have like a million dollars. Yeah, it's that. that that's, it's that's that cranked up to eight hundred. With that, let's get into the first movie then. The first one definitely feels like the most direct adaptation of the TV show, yes. in that it's grungy and dirty, Very DIY, shot on like a like one hundred dollar camcorder. Yeah, camcorder. Um, and and that kind of, that vibe doesn't really carry over to the others, but no. but it kind of it really fits the tone for sure for the, for the first one kind of having that uh, that kind of like homegrown Home aesthetic movie. like like really kind of helps set a foundation like like you really like want to get to know these guys and then laugh at them getting hurt yeah oh yeah <laughs> um, this one is of humble beginnings yes um, you know there's a, there's a couple definite classic gags here. Absolutely. Um, one of the most famous ones is when uh, Steve-O puts meat in his pants and then <laughs> tries to cross a zip, uh, a zip line, a tightrope over, over a uh, fucking alligator pool. <laughs> um, very, very good. The the opening intro sequence with them riding a shopping cart while they shoot debris at them yes. is fucking hilarious. All of the openings for these movies are incredible. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think two has my favorite opening. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I find interesting about the Jackass movies, yes, let's get into the thesis. Is they really make, they really make you realize your tolerances, what you can and can't handle. Yes, it's it's an endurance test almost. 
Can you handle uh, people getting hurt really bad? Can you handle vomit, poo poo? Mm-hmm. Can you handle really like my, like little injuries? And my theory is that the Jackass group are a bunch of immortals. Like they found like the Rock from Chronicle or something like that, and now they can't die. Mm. And so that they started Jackass and attempt to find crazy and elaborate ways to kill one another. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. So they're they're all they've all been like cursed with some sort of Aztec magic. Um, I think we were going to talk uh, in each of these movies about our favorite gag and yes. the most cringeworthy gag. The, the the hardest one to watch. Um, my favorite. Is it the alligator pit? Um, the alligator pit is up there. I might need to look up a list of the gags. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find. Um, w- uh, Wikipedia has a very helpful. Uh, it's list just Johnny here. Knoxville almost dying in like the the opening prank of the first movie with the, the fucking rent a car derby. He almost gets crushed by a tire. Oh yeah. I'm starting off strong, fellas. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Uh, fucking, there. There's one where Chris Pontius keeps... He's party boy. And he keeps taking off his clothes and dancing. He's like... In public. Uh, like around a bunch of like uptight Japanese businessmen. Um, there's fucking Bam waking up his parents with a fucking fire... With fireworks in their bedroom. Every time they fuck with Bam's parents, it's gold. Is, is the first one where they put the fucking alligator in the house? Or is that the second one? That is the f- first one I want to say. That one's also great. No, no, I, that that's definitely the first one. Yeah, All right. definitely the first one. The rocket skates is a great gag. Man, I think if we're talking hardest to watch. Oh, I have an answer. I have an answer it, here. It might be the snorting the wasabi. That oh, one's, that's that one's bad. Pretty fucking bad, dude. I honestly, I think Steve-O and Aaron might go through the worst shit in both of these. Yeah. I feel like they always they always fuck with Aaron. Well, especially get to the big finale of uh of two, where they really fuck with Aaron. The hardest to watch for me is paper cuts. Ooh shit. When you get when he gives himself paper cuts in the webbings of his fingers. And hear, then on his tongue. Did you hear that? That was so bad it turned me into Macho Man Randy Savage. I went, Ooh, brother. Yeah, that's it's like really it's really hard to watch. Man. Um But X ray is classic. But X-Ray is pretty good. I, I guess that is that is my one criticism with the first one. is It is pretty consistently funny. But I think it's lacking... Uh, bes- besides like a, a handful of examples. Like uh, like all of like the classic ones that you really remember are all in, all in two, I think. Or mostly. So I, I think this one lacks... Really like elaborate or mind-blowing ones. But in terms of like a low-key kind of starter, I think I, I think it's really solid. It, it's still very funny. It's like, it's a, it's more disconnected. There's yeah, not, not many... a little, little loosey-goosey a little bit with the vignette style. And vignette everything. style. Um, you know, you had the introduction of things like Bad Grandpa. Yeah, and, yeah. Or maybe not the intro. I've never seen the TV show, so. I, yeah, yeah also I've never seen the TV um, show, so. Famous director Spike Jones Dresses up old... as an old lady. Very, it's very funny. Very sick. Yeah, this first, this first one's pretty good. You know, it's, it, so, it, it's solid. Maybe <laughs> the most j- gross out and juvenile, but mm, I don't know about that. Now that I'm saying it out loud. I get, I get what you mean though, because when, when they do it later with like the big budget stunts, there's like a sophistication to it. This one like feels. Those the are grimiest. shot like a real movie. Exactly. This is shot this... like a snuff film. <laughs> uh, 
like these could people could be dying right now. Honestly, um, yeah, I, th- I think this one's really solid. It's a, it's, a, it's a solid start for better things to come. Uh, yeah, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. I I agree. I think. Should I just go back to the old rating scale? Who cares? Whatever. Fucking seven out of ten. Three out of five, or three and a half out of five. Seven out of ten. Fucking. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah, you, you listen. Listen to our thoughts. The numbers don't matter. Um, Jackass number two. Two thousand and six. Absolutely. I I think this is the best one. Easily. The spoilers. The, this this one. Jackass number two. Something about the pacing and the editing is just a little more relentless than the first one. It's like almost nonstop, like classic gag. Like everyone feel feels like, like this. I, this I, is the movie where the opening gag. Well, but besides like the opening credits, where where they release an army of bulls to chase over them through to, a neighborhood. Uh, ecstasy of gold. And it's incredible. But the first real gag of this movie is Chris Ponty is putting a penis into like a, in a sock puppet and having a snake bite it. That's how this movie opens. <laughs> and it only, it just gets it more insane from there. And it just gets wilder and wilder. Uh, there's so many classics here. There's, um, there's Firehouse Rodeo where Dave England gets on top of a fire hose as it fucking flings him around at at super speed, the fucking mini loop. The <laughs> mini loop on the little bike. Someone, someone clears it at some point. Is it's it... the actual bike guy. Oh, I got you. Um, there's um, there's maybe the hardest to watch. Well, we'll get to another one later. The fish hook where Steve-O pierces his fucking cheek with oh, a fish hook. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, that's not fun. If we're talking about like. Classics here. I, I don't know if you get more classic than uh, the four-way seesaw in the bull pit. That, that to me, like when I think jackass, that's the first one that comes to mind. Yep. Uh, fucking uh, who is it? Is it Ryan, Bam, Johnny, and uh, is it Chris? Is he the other one in there? Or is it Aaron? Uh, it's gotta find it on the fucking list. Uh, the Toro Totter, it's Johnny Knoxville, Chris Pontius, Bam Margera, and Ryan Dunn. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, when fucking... <laughs> when Bam cuts his losses and fucking leaves. I would do the same thing. He's that fucking, is a brutal one. Get the hell out of... Oh, uh, when they uh, drop a snake on him, they do like the fake switch out gag with him. When 3-6 Mafia shows up and Juicy J bets someone to eat fucking horse shit. Oh... Which Dave Which is not even the only time that someone drinks excrement from a horse in this movie. Nope. Or consumes excrement from there's a horse. A, there's riot control test when Johnny Knoxville, Bam, and Ryan get shot with fucking... Oh, the, uh, the kind riot. of a sequel to the one from the first one where Johnny gets hit with a... Like, oh, like a like, beanbag. Yeah, like a, like a less lethal projectile, I think they call it. Um, John Waters just shows up randomly for a cameo in this one and like does this trick where... A stripper, like, jumps onto Wee Man. I think my favorite gag, my favorite bit in, in Jackass 2, just because there's something so so perfect about the way it unfolds, is the Beehive Limo. <laughs> Where they, they convince them that they're, that they're going to a photo shoot, and then they lock the doors on the limo, drop a beehive in from the sunroof, and then set marbles out by the door. So when they finally get out of the limo, they immediately slip and eat shit. The best one for me might be... Well, okay. Honorable mention for Terror Taxi, which closes it. 
Yeah. Terror Taxi. That one's pretty good. The way the way that sketch could be really offensive if they hadn't flipped it the way they did. Yes. Yes. Um that keeps it from from teetering into that into that territory. Absolutely. Um the hardest to watch, we I mean, it's it's the one. You want to describe it? I don't know which one are you talking about. The uh, the other horse excrement one. Oh fuck! Okay, so it's the hardest to watch. There's no uh, way. Listen, okay. Putting it simply, uh, they jerk off a horse. Yeah. And uh, Chris Pontius, uh, man, myth, legend, penis shower, uh, drinks it. Uh, just kind of. Does he even have to drink it? Is that even part of the bit, or does he just fucking? No, they 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 hype him up. <laughs> I couldn't remember. They, they I couldn't remember him. if he just takes it and fucking just like. Just swings it back. Yeah, that one's pretty fucking gross. I also think the brand is really hard to watch when they brand Bam's uh, ass. That yeah. might be the most painful one in this movie. Yeah. Like, like fuck. Yeah. Is this the one where they switch Preston out with Phil? Yes. That one's great. I'm trying to find the one. I, I thought this was in two. Is it in one? What's the one where fucking... Um, are, are the man, the myth, the legend, Steve-O puts a glass helmet on and someone farts into it? And he vomits into the bowl on his head? Is that oh, one? I think that's two. I don't know. The first two kind of blur together for me, but, uh... But, man. That one's so disgusting and so funny. fucking gross. Um, it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, that one... This one has the great one with Tony Hawk, where they make, like, an obstacle oh, the course. Oh, ga- the gauntlet? The, the gauntlet. And then, like you mentioned, it, it culminates in, in a really funny one, uh, Terror Taxi, where they get Aaron... To dress up like a stereotypical, you know, Middle Eastern uh, terrorist or whatever with the, with the bomb vest and everything and get him to try. The, the idea is that Aaron thinks he's pranking the cab driver to, like, take him to the airport or whatever. What he doesn't know is that the cab driver is also an actor and is going to fuck back with Aaron. And also for his fake beard, uh, everyone shaved off their pubes. Yep. Which Aaron also doesn't know. And then it ends with a fucking musical number. This movie ends with a musical number. Best ending to any of these movies, too. Honestly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, two, two is two is pretty clearly far and away the best one, I think. It's a great comedy, and it's a great gross-out film. This movie is an American classic. Yep. And I mean that unironically. Four out of five. Four out of five. This movie rocks. Eight out of ten. It's awesome. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty fucking cool. You know? It's pretty sick. I think... You know, like like for the younger generation who who, who don't know, I, I think these are really the kind of movies you like get together with your buddies, crack open a couple cold ones, and you know just sit back and have a good time. You know, absolutely. That's, that that's really that's really the the drive behind these movies, and I think they always achieve that. Right. You know what I mean? They always they always get what get what what they're going for, and I think I think there's an there's an admirable quality to that. They stay in their lane. Yep, absolutely. Then we get to the closer of the trilogy. 3D. Jackass 3D released in 2010, right during the the start of the 3D craze. I saw this one in theaters with my dad. I have not. I did not see this one in theaters. A Um, long time ago. Got old. And this one kind of it functions as like the closing of a chapter of the book before this kind of like newer like um um epilogue. Yeah. Um, and it's. You know, they the budget is clearly much higher the, for this the one. The stakes have been raised. The stakes have been raised up above. The budget for this one was twenty million. Damn. Um, compared to five million for the first one, and eleven million for the second. So yeah, they definitely they definitely shot it up. 
Um, and this one's solid. This one's solid all around. I think this one is a little better than the first one, but not as good as the second one. Yeah. Yeah, this one, uh, I, I, I agree with you. This one opens with a fucking Beavis and Butthead cameo. I did not expect where that Where they at all. explain 3D to the audience. <laughs> um, this one ends with, or and it opens with like, the opening sequence is them. They all get like their moment to get hit by a, an object yeah. in, fucking, in slow motion in 3D. Um, uh, the first gag is the fucking, the, the, the high, high five. five, the big hand. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I may not have laughed harder in all three of these movies than when that hand hits Bam. The it is such a direct goddamn hit. He's so he's discombobulated. It's like in one frame he's up, and in the, the other he's, he's like he's down. Down for the fucking count. Um, this one has the fucking beehive tetherball is fucking hilarious. Dave, Dave, just absolutely losing his shit is <laughs> it's harrowing. Jet engine is really funny. We're, we're <laughs> He throws the fucking football into the wind turbine and hits him in the nuts. Um, the, oh God, like, what is the classic of this one? I think it might be Electric Avenue. Electric Avenue is such a classic gag. The way that they're getting hit by these things and like falling and then getting hit by another and like... That one, they've they've set up an obstacle, like a tire obstacle course, but they have tasers hanging from the streets and cattle pods spinning around. So they have to like run through and make it to the other side. There's the one that lasts super long time, super mighty glue. Cla- <laughs> they like glue three. They just, to- I, I truly believe that they just kept filming while they just kept thinking of shit to do with the glue. Uh, ah man, uh, missed opportunity. I, I was hoping uh, when they glued Preston to, uh, when they glued a uh, Wee Man to Preston, he would have stood up, like walked around with Wee Man on him for a little bit. That would have been so <laughs> great. Uh, it there's uh, what else is there? Uh, kind of a, a sequel to the Chris Pontius penis bit when he's when he has the chin through through the roof and he's, he's like he's, it's like decorated like a barbarian and they have scorpions go after him. Uh, uh, there's, um, J- uh, Johnny Knoxville dressed as bad grandpa driving the scooter through the goddamn store. Yup. Oh, we didn't even talk about Spike Jones in two, where he's, uh... The old lady. Rolling down the hill and shit. I think that's for first one. I think in the second one, he's the old lady with the titties Oh, out. yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, I'm gonna get the grossest one out of the way right now. The- it's, it's Sweat Cocktail. Yeah. They have Preston run on a treadmill for a little bit with- and drink, drink his sweat. Uh, Even talking about and, it, and 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 uh, friggin' Steve-O's like projectile vomiting. It it's absolutely nasty. They have a pig eat an apple out of Preston's ass. That's funny. That's funny. There's there's one called the helicopter, where they fucking strap a remote controlled helicopter to a string that's attached to Chris Pontius's penis. One of the most underrated ones is the Ram Jam. I think just because that Ram has excellent comedic timing. Like, the way uh, Ryan's getting it, and the Ram is just, like, goes up to him and just starts staring at him, and Steve-O gets stuck, so it just keeps attacking Ryan, and then Steve-O gets in and it starts playing the trumpet, but it still keeps hitting Ryan. It's so good. Um, uh, Rip to Ryan Dunn, by the way. Absolutely tragic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who is your favorite member of this cast? <sighs> Sneak favorite for me might be Chris Pontius, who I think is really funny. I really like Steve-O. Yeah. I really like Wee Man. And I like Bam. Yeah. I think those might be my top three. Bam's gone in this new one. <sighs> yeah. Sad to see. Um, speaking of Bam, one of the meanest things to do is the <laughs> snake pit. 
that that's that's the one gag in all three of these movies that I'm like <coughs> maybe they uh, maybe they went a little far with this one. But then I again, but then again, Bam's one like pissing on people, and he's also doing the Rocky bit, punching people. But like you, you see like the true terror in Bam's eyes when they start throwing like you can hear it in his voice. Unmitigated fear. That dude is that dude is petrified. Um, there's there's the one where Johnny Knoxville puts camouflage paint on himself and tries in the bowl, and it's so good. The Invisible Man. Uh, and then it ends with fucking Poo Cocktail Supreme. See, I think that's the iconic one for this one. Whenever I think of this one, I always remember that one in the trailers. I, and it's also the second grossest one. Yeah, oh, it's pretty nasty. Um, uh, they just fill an uh, outhouse with shit and have Steve-O ride it, and then they bungee launch the outhouse and into the, the air. And poo covers him. That, that was the closest I think I got to throwing up in, in this entire watching, in this um, viewing. And then it ends with them um, in like a set blowing it up uh, in <laughs> slow motion. Just... <laughs> Wee Man gets absolutely There's knocked off his feet. He's like going to fly. Oh, that brother's folding in, in the air. air. He, just, he, gets, he goes flying. And man. then they flood the fucking place. Oh, man. Yeah, this one's good. This one's really good. Like I said, better than the first one. Not as good as the second. And then, I, and then the credits are pretty sweet. They have yeah. like memories of like the like the cast, like old stunts, showing like baby photos and everything. Like they're classic, like maybe on the show or like like older yeah, stunts. Yeah, yeah this it's very is, cute. This this one's really good. I think yeah, this one is this one's also a four for me. It's not quite as strong of a four as two, but uh, yeah, seven point three out of ten. Sure, whatever that means. Yes. Point, point, point three. Um, Wait, what, are we doing different scales now? What's happening? Is this a bit that's gone wrong? I'm, I'm just doing a bit at this point. I, don't, I, really, don't, I really don't give a fuck about these. About, about, I thought you, I thought no, you not the podcast. Are you talking about the, no. the podcast? I no, like, no, like the, we fucking, got him. the fucking scale. And then we get to the, uh, the spinoff. I give this one a B. Um, you give it a B? No. Yeah, this is a B. Um, that feels about right. Um, and then you get to the, the spinoff three years later, yes. Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. Yeah. Same director, Jeff Tremaine. Tremaine, Johnny Knoxville's the only returning ca- cast member back, I'm pretty sure. Yep, and it is the spinoff of his Irvin Zygmunt. Is that, that Thessler or something like that? Er, er, I'm gonna look. It's an old man name. It's an old man name, and it's basically, this is closer to the style of like Borat and Bad Trip. Yeah, in that, in like they're trying to do like a narrative thread, but mm-hmm. while but they're doing it like in public while pranking people. Like like the pranks are the main attraction and the, and the narrative thread. Irvin Zisman ties it all together. Zisman. Uh, um, and I like this, this one. This one's all right. This one's cute. I don't I don't like this one quite as much as the Jackass movies. I think I think the narrative kind of weighs it down just a, just a little bit. I think this kind of style of comedy benefits from just being, like, rapid fire, like, relentless. You know what I mean? And, and like, an underrated, uh, an underrated comedic aspect of the original Jackass movies is the setup for each scene. Every time it would, like, cut to someone in their underwear and you'd be like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? And then, like, the title drop for the prank. Yeah. Like, they're, 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 there's a structure that works for this, for what they do. And I don't know. I feel, I feel like... I respect abandoning that structure and trying something new, but I don't think it works all the time. Right. Um, the thing about this movie is I think the first half is pretty slow. I agree. I think it picks up steam. Yes, once... The a- last a- few a- gags are, are great. After he shits on the wall, it pretty much takes off from there. 
Yeah, then you get the fucking biker gag. Mm-hmm. They crash the wedding. The crash the wedding, and then you get the, the the peak, which is the final gag at the beauty pageant, which is just fucking hysterical. But yeah, this one is the the bad grandpa character. Irvin has to take his grandson Billy. Billy, who is played by Guppy from iCarly. Yeah, Jackson Nichols might be the best part of the movie. He's great. Um, great comedic timing for like an eight year old. Oh yeah, he's great. Um, his mother is going to jail. So Irving has to take Billy across the country to his dad, who's kind of a shithead, and they kind of get into misadventures along the way. It's it's very similar to Bad Trip, if if anyone's seen that. I mean, obviously Bad Trip came out after, so but it's kind of a similar plot structure. Right, right. Um, I yeah. It, again, it's it's hard because watching people's reactions is funny yeah. especially they're very genuine in this movie yeah. I just don't know if it has enough steam to carry like a 90 minute narrative mm-hmm. you know what I mean right and so and it's a very predictable narrative yeah. in terms of and it's also like uh, my favorite jackass stunts aren't the one of them like fucking with people to get like reactions it's always been like the stunts yeah like them just hurting each other like yeah. that's 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 always what I laugh the most at in a jackass movie so it's like it's like all of my not favorite jackass bits but it's just a whole movie of that. You know what I mean? There's a couple good hurt ones. Yeah, there's the, for sure. There's for the sure. bed folding him again and again. <laughs> there's him launching through a window on a fucking, like, toy. Like, one of those, like, rocket ship. <laughs> when he, he crashes the, the moped through the uh through And then the there's, like, window. a montage of, like, them punching him. The little kid punching him in the balls and, like... <laughs> Um, so it's got some of that stuff for sure. And the best prank, again, I like a movie that peaks last. Yeah. Um, and that beauty pageant scene is fucking hilarious. They, they, they infiltrate a beauty pageant and the little kid dresses up as a, as a little pageant girl and then does a strip number at the end. To, to cherry pie. <laughs> um, and then all the, all the mothers are, are all like uptight Karens and they're all mortified. And one person tries to clap and claps once. And, then like, <laughs> and realizes no one else is clapping. And it's such a great gag. It's cute. This yeah, is a this, cute movie. This one's cute. I don't I, know. I, I enjoy it. I give this one a three out of five. It's closer to a three and a half than a two and a half. Yeah, this one is. Uh, this one's like really simple. It's yeah. like it's hard to. I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give this one a six point nine. And, I, I, and think, I mean that with all my admiration. <laughs> this gets a six point nine. I think you could say that really about all these movies. I think the beauty and the genius of Jackass is in the simplicity. Like it, it tickles a part of our monkey brains that that need that like that Schadenfreude part of our brains that needs to be scratched in a, in a socially acceptable way. And I think that this is the entertainment for that. This is like modern day gladiators. Yep. Just watching people kick the shit out of each other for our amusement. Oh yeah, these are great. I think I said in my, my letterbox review for two, they're like if the Looney Tunes were real. They just, are. Just a bunch of immortal chaos beings just trying to beat the piss out of one another. Um, I, if, you, if you guys haven't already, I, I recommend... The Hot Ones episodes with Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, those because, are really good. Because they talk about, like, all the injuries they've received. And I don't know how these people are alive. Immortal. I, 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 I think your theory is correct. They're fucking vampires. Oh, man, anything else we got to say about the Jackass movies? I don't think so, man. They're pretty simple. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I think if you know Jackass, you, you probably like it. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I would say definitely get like a group of buddies together and, and throw one of these on. I think you'll have a you'll have a blast, especially number two. Number two. I would say number two is where you should start. Because yeah. honestly, there's no con- there's not really a continuity, so it doesn't really matter which one you start with. Right. So I would I would maybe say start with two, go back to one if you like it, and then finish with three. Yeah, that's fair. That would that would that would be my recommendation. Absolutely. 
Um, well, shoot, Kyle. You want to... It was a little bit of a short one. I Simple. mean, hey. Well, you know, they happen. Simple uh, but sweet. People don't want to listen to us for any longer than 30 minutes It's anyway. true. <laughs> you want to you wrap up the show? Absolutely. If you guys like the podcast, you can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum. That's K-R-I-E-G-H. B-A-U-M. And you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Fatman99 and also on Letterboxd at my name, Jordan Dennis. Kyle, why don't you tell the people what we're talking about next week? Next week, we are going to be talking about the anticipated <laughs> Jackass Forever, as well as the new uh, Roland Eimrich uh, disaster film, <laughs> Moonfall. Yeah, disaster film was right. Yeah, Moonfall. All right, guys, uh, stay tuned for that next week. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.